Welcome to another episode of Who's We Are. That's a prayer. <sighs> okay. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for gathering us here together. Lord God, I pray that you influence our speech. Lord, you allow it to touch those who it's meant to touch, Father, and everyone gets a word from this podcast. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Okay, so on this episode of Who's We Are, we're going to talk about uh, fasting and particularly this journey of fasting that Monica Grace has done this past month. She's been fasting and I think it's very different from typical fasting because Mm -hmm. I think when we think of fasting we traditionally think of food we think of you know social media but you really you know listen to God and decided to you know do a traditional fast but also implement some not so traditional things in that so you know let's talk about that and talk about the results and you know, how beneficial you felt like it was for your walk with God mm-hmm. and all that. So I think my first question for you is, you know, how do you know when God is prompting you to fast? That's a really good question. I think there's times when I hear the voice of God, but it's like a whisper. It's like, I kind of know in the back of my mind, but it's not like at the forefront, you know? And um, for me, when I know it's time to fast is when I need to hear the voice louder. Like I need to get an answer about something. I need to get clarity on something. I'm just like unsure. And in that time, I know like, okay, maybe I should take away certain things so that I can hear the voice of God a little bit clearer. So that it goes from like a whisper to like, you know, more direct, clear communication. So for me, like that's one of the ways I know that I need to fast. I think another way is when I start feeling very depleted off of things that like shouldn't make me feel depleted, you know? Like one of the revelations I had during the fast and I had this conversation with you of like resenting my anointing, you know? And I was just like, why? Like, you know, certain things it's like, okay, God has given you this gift that, you know, um, for example, if I have a gift of writing and it's like, now I don't want to write and I'm resenting writing and like people are like, oh, you know, like you should write this poem. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to do that. So when I start feeling like resentful towards things that I know um, God has called me to do, that's another like indication of like, hmm, maybe I should fast and just like get rid of like all the extra stuff. And then when I feel distracted as well, in the sense of like, yeah, that I, there's no other way to put that when I feel distracted. That's like another indication to me that like I need to fast and not so that I can get focused. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in this particular instance, um, how did you know like what God wanted you to fast from? Like how did you choose and say, okay, God wants me to fast from these specific things and then can you elaborate on what they were Mm -hmm. and how God pointed you in the direction of like these are the things that you need to take a break of to focus on me 
So actually, and one of the ways I'm able to actually even track this is because I had started journaling. So God was telling me like the same thing for a while. And the first time I heard it, I'm thinking like it's my voice, you know, like, oh, maybe it's just me. So I tried to do it the first time and it was unsuccessful. And then um, I kept hearing it and I'm like, okay. And then I brought it to you, I remember. And then um, I went to it in prayer and then it was confirmed when I read the Bible. So specifically, God wanted me to fast from speaking to my friend. God wanted me to fast from, um, well, the Daniel fast as well. And then God also wanted me to not use my phone and not watch TV during specific times during those fasts as well. So with the friends thing, it was hard for me to accept. And that's part of the reason why it was so delayed. And that's another way I knew that it was God telling me to do it because my flesh was so much, like resisting it so much, you know? And God kept having me read different parts in the Bible that was talking about like idolatry and like um, crucifying your desires and really like obeying God and following God. And I was just like, you know, I'm being obedient. Like God told me in the first two months to um, not really go out to eat. God told me to do the Daniel fast. I'm like, you know, God, you're telling me things and I'm obeying. It's just like this one thing. I don't really see the purpose of it or I don't really see like I'm, I wasn't clear, you know. But instead of being like, okay, because I'm not clear, maybe I should fast on whether this is from God or not, I was just being disobedient, you know? And then um, something else that's like, okay, when you kind of are confused about whether a word is from God or not, and you go to other people about the word that may not have, you know, may not have a relationship with God in the same way, or even though they're good meaning people, it's still like you need to have a direct connection with God to the point where it's like when God is telling you something, you're able to discern whether that's God's voice or your own voice or whatever, you know? So like when I started, well, God kind of reminded me that I was really seeking the validation of people by continuously telling people like, okay, yeah, God wants me to do this thing. And then not just hearing what they have to say, but using, like, what they have to say would also influence the way I kind of saw whether I should do it or not, you know? So I really got this word in September. In September or October. I have to look back at my notes, but it was, like, September or October. And I officially started in January. So that's a, a lot of months of disobedience, you know? And it was just delayed because, yeah, and even that, me wanting validation from other people is also part of the reason why I needed to do this, you know? It's like, God is telling me to do this. God is confirming for me to do this in the Word. God is confirming for me to do this in prayer, and I'm still resisting, you know? Which means that it was something I was holding on to. I wasn't ready to sacrifice that for God, even though God has me in a season now of really dying to the flesh, you know, and sacrificing everything in order to clearly hear from him and get direction from him in all aspects of my life, you know? So, like, I noticed for certain things, it's so easy for me to be like, like I did the 21-day Daniel fast for a vision on, like, my career, education, all that stuff, and I was clear, you know? The same thing um, with, like, and that was the time I did, like, a vision board, and I was clear. Most of the things on the vision board came to pass. So it's like, 
I trust God in this instance, in the sense of like, if he tells me to move, I'm going to move. If he tells me to do this, I'm going to do this. If he tells me, like, what I'm sensitive in the spirit about that, you know? So why am I not willing to also give up to God the relationships in my life, the my family, my um, romantic relationships, all of those things, you know? So that's why it was beneficial for me to do it during that time to see what are the ways, what are the detrimental habits that I have in approaching relationships and really allowing the word of God to be a mirror. And like the Bible says, the word of God is a sword that pierces through spirit and your soul. And I really truly felt that during this time of like, it was just, there was so many things that I was seeing about myself that was hard for me to digest. And even at the times where I had doubt, where I was, you know, just like contemplating back and forth, God would consistently confirm to me, like, you're on the right path. You're doing what I'm telling you to do. Like, you're being obedient, you know? So it was just like a good, it was, it was a really a time of really submission to God in a way that, like, you know, I thought that I was doing before, but that month or those three weeks really showed me like even the ways that I was doing it, some ways were successful, but there's still so much growth that needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can definitely relate with the delayed reaction when you get the word from God and you're just like, whoo, I gotta work my way to this. Like I have to work my way to this. And I think it's really just like, hearing the word and letting it kind of process within you mm-hmm. and then letting your spirit and your soul really like latch onto it and be like mm-hmm. okay yes like I I'm ready to take that step and that's like that process of surrendering to God mm-hmm. so you know it's not every time you hear the word it's like when you're able to immediately act on it mm-hmm. and sometimes we beat ourselves up with that and then through that comes like we condemn, we condemn ourselves mm-hmm. instead of really staying in that spirit of conviction and giving ourselves grace mm-hmm. in that process. So, yeah. you know, like, it's sometimes, you know, that's that's a part of the process and God knows, you know. Mm-hmm. You know he gives us that grace to yeah. work on not our timing, but his timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the two words he kind of gave me for the year, even before I started the fast, was balance and grace, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's really what um, fasting teaches you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, you know, since you mentioned that particularly, like, you know, the Daniel fast, that part of it, you know, you could easily say, like, okay, God, I'm gonna do that, mm-hmm. and the other things. And then friendship was something that you really held on to. Mm-hmm. For you, what does friendship represent in your life? Friendship, that, that's such a great question because the first time God told me to do the fast, so actually the Holy Spirit is actually reminding me right now that I was having very bad dreams. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night and just have these crazy dreams and then I would pray and you know, they would go away but I was not getting good sleep. And this is when I first started counseling and my therapist suggested that Every time, like, I have, I'm up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep or I'm having a bad dream that I should, like, journal all my thoughts kind of thing. So I was doing that and it helped out, but I was still just, like, not getting sleep. So, you know what? I'm going to do a fast. 
I'm gonna do a three day fast. So I fasted for three days and I was writing down a bunch of stuff. And one of the things that I wrote down was like, my identity isn't being a good friend, you know? So to your question now, of like what friendship represents to me, friendship represented my identity, you know? So when I wasn't, or when I was perceived to not have been being a good friend, I felt like I wasn't a good person. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's deep. Mm -hmm. That's deep. And especially as Christians, we're like, our identity is supposed to be, you know, rooted in Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy because a lot of us, like when you ask us like who we are, we say what our roles are for other people. So we'll say like, we're a wife, you know, mm -hmm. we're a mother, we're a mm -hmm. sister, you know, we're a friend. And mm -hmm. we do, we subconsciously like, you know, root our identity on what we represent to other people instead of what we represent to God, mm -hmm. which is just his child. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's something that's like, wow, that's mm -hmm. like really good. It's like subconsciously like, yeah, we don't even realize that. And I think like, I started getting that revelation in that like year as well when I felt like, you know, a lot of the roles in my life, mm -hmm. I felt like I wasn't active in them. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't active in the roles I play for other people as much. And even the roles that I play for myself. Mm -hmm. And like, I kind of felt like, I know what I'm doing with my life, all this stuff. And then I realized like, you know, where my identity was, like mm -hmm. why I felt like so off kilter. Like I felt like I didn't know myself, mm -hmm. but that's because I was like more so focusing on like what I represented, you know, in certain roles in my life instead mm -hmm. of like my ultimate identity, no matter what bottom line is just being a child of God. Mm -hmm. So when you really get that revelation, you have to like shift a lot of things mm -hmm. because it's like, it speaks to like, okay, yeah, like where am I getting my validation from? And that that's literally what like the perfect combination of that. And it's so funny because during that same time it's also when I got the revelation of like we're supposed to be doing this podcast with this podcast, you know what like the vision is and like why it's really like who's we are and like rooted in the identity mm. of Christ, you know? So at the same time as God is telling me this revelation of like, okay, this is an identity that you have that's not good. He's also telling me like, but this is where your identity yeah. should be, mm. you know? So Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are the things that, you know, in going through the fast that really like spoke to you? What are the things that you felt like, okay, yes, like I needed this time to unplug mm -hmm. and I'm able to, God was able to reveal things to me mm -hmm. that I didn't necessarily, you know, see. <sighs> Do we even have enough time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. just like the main themes of it, like, mm -hmm. okay, you know. No, I mean, for sure, God was showing me that I spent a lot of time pouring into friendships in a way that was directly um, taking away from time that I could be spending with God as well as pouring into myself, you know? So I really had this feeling of like, you know, feeling really like unfulfilled, you know? Like I didn't know where that was coming from, but really in that time I realized like, yeah, like when I spend intentional time with God every single day, like I am grounded, I'm centered. Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing because this is where I'm supposed to be getting my identity, my fulfillment from, you know? So it already just made me feel a lot more like, you know, at peace and calm. And it showed me that the opposite is true of like, 
I'm spending way too much time pouring into uh, my other relationships and not my relationship with God. So that was like the first revelation. But then also the types of relationships I had around me, you know? So I have like experienced a lot of um, trauma and just life testimonies, amen. But um, because of that, I was also very broken and I was surrounding myself with other individuals who were broken in the same ways that I was broken. So that enabled a lot of unhealthy habits within the relationship that I didn't see were unhealthy because I was obviously engaging in those um, habits as well. So that was like another huge thing. And then also, um, because I wasn't in romantic relationships for most of my life, I kind of used my friends to also fill that like gap of like, okay, like this is where I'm getting my, you know, little like fulfillment from in this way and just showing up in a way that isn't sustainable um, for anyone. So that's some things. Um, yeah. So how did you fill your time when you don't have friends Yo. that you're talking to? Yo, honestly, <laughs> when I look back, I was like, I don't even have that many that much time in the day, you know? So like um, the days where it was really like okay, I, I felt that um, difference in the space was during the weekend. So what I would do is I would paint in the morning. Um, I would uh, journal. I, I just I read a lot. So I did a lot of things that ultimately I enjoy. I enjoy painting. I enjoy reading. Um, I enjoy journaling. And honestly, it would just take up the day, you know. Um, on weekdays like I had a schedule and a routine so it was even like easier to kind of like navigate that time and on the weekends I just like took that time to really like do things that would slow me down so that I could also like receive everything because it was a lot to be getting revelations during the week and it's like I still have to go to work and I still have to you know like function in life so during the weekends, I feel like it, I really was able to process everything that I was being that was being deposited in me, and then also I think, um, yeah, yeah. Did you miss your friendships? Of course. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I have friends that I have a friend that she called me. She left me a voicemail, and she was like, um, "I mean, I guess you're still on your fast, but <laughs> it was just like so cute, you know, yeah. like." I definitely uh, miss my friendships a lot. Like, there's a reason why it was hard for me to do. It's because it's something that I cherish, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, even, like, God allowed me to speak to you, but I still felt like it was still in the context of, like, a fast. Mm-hmm. So it was like we were praying, and, like, you know, it helped me to kind of process the revelations I was having by, like, you know, saying it to you and making sure I understood it by being able to articulate it. But it was still like, you know, it's, it was still different than just like talking to you about just like regular things in life, you know? Yeah. So I definitely missed my friendships a lot. And it also just showed me that a part of me was not even utilizing my friendships in a productive way. Like I wouldn't go to my friends for advice or for like, you know, really like um, comfort. It was more like, oh, you know, I'm being distracted by like I'm avoiding stuff, whatever negative emotions or all of these things that I have um, and just like being distracted by the other person's like 
whatever is going on in their life. And even noticing too that because um, growing up my family structure was a specific way, like my friends were that vehicle for me to kind of like escape that. But at the same time, I now wasn't able to show up in my family as a present sister, you know? That's like the, the thing of the roles that you were saying. Like I wasn't able to be a good sister because I was more worried about being a good friend, you know? Mm. So I was okay with letting my family down. I wasn't okay with letting my friends down. Wow. Yeah. Which is wow. not a healthy dynamic. Yeah, no. That's mm -hmm. that's something that we like I struggle with as well. Like I think just feeling like okay your friends are like your chosen family. Mm -hmm. Because it's like honestly with family, you don't really get that choice. Mm -hmm. Where with friends you feel like you're choosing to spend time with this person because there's something that you genuinely enjoy mm -hmm. even though you don't have that relation but there is a pivotal space for family mm -hmm. and you know god has a purpose for family in our lives and we still have to respect and honor that even if you know our family situation isn't as ideal as we would want it it still plays a role in our lives mm -hmm. you know and yeah not about like putting one or the other mm -hmm. it's just like you said like trying to have that life of balance you know yeah. and speaking of balance how do you feel like you're gonna approach friendships relationships differently like transitioning out of that fast that is a really good question i think um it's so funny because some of these things like we've had this conversation and you kind of have suggested some of these things of like you know being intentional about having like okay a specific day to catch up with this person have a really good meaningful conversation um and still making sure like throughout the week i'm still being intentional about like spending time with god so i even saw like when i was getting out of the fast and kind of like catching up with everyone um i kind of saw like oh this is easy for me to slip back into this thing of like you know i can stay on the phone for three four hours and then it's time to go to sleep and then i didn't have my two hours with God, you know? Mm. So definitely making sure I prioritize my time with God and then trickle everything else based off of that. Yeah. So really maneuvering my life around having intentional time with God because even in doing that, I'm able to show up as a better person. Like I'm able to show up as a better friend. I'm able to just be more present because I'm being filled, you know? And so like being around my friends is more so an added bonus as opposed to like, this is where I'm getting fulfillment, and then if I'm not being filled, then I'm even more at lack or depleted, you know? Yeah, no, honestly, that's, yo, I've been getting this revelation that's like, I'm not really structuring my life um, around God. I'm kind of like structuring God around my life. Mm -hmm. And that was the key of, like, there's a disconnect, you know, mm -hmm. and why I'm not able to tap into relationship as much. And it's, like, sometimes it just, when you're walking with God, it just gives, sometimes it gives religion. Mm -hmm. And you're, like, y'all be, like, <laughs> right now, like, so cramped. I'm just, like, feeling tired. Like, I'm, like, this Bible reading, all this stuff, you mm -hmm. know. Like, I want it to really be, like, a relationship where, like, I'm craving this time with God where I'm, like, yes, God, like, it's me and you tonight. Like, <laughs> you know, I want to feel that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, crying, like, God, 
why am I not feeling that? Like, mm-hmm. it's a chore. And you know, like, even in a relationship, when you feel like it's a chore to show up for your partner, to show up for your friend, or to mm-hmm. show up for anyone, it's like, yeah, something's off. Like, mm-hmm. something's amiss. Mm-hmm. And I had to come to God and, like, I was just like, yeah, that's because you're trying to, like, fit me into your life and trying to fit your life into me mm-hmm. you know and putting god first is the key to that and mm-hmm. i realized like i have to learn how to fall in love with christ mm-hmm. you know and don't like yeah like i'm on that process like i want to fall in love with him again and i remember <laughs> when i was like really like i was falling in love with god mm-hmm. and he was just like the number one person in my life like mm-hmm no one's gonna take away from that whereas now it's like okay yeah like i'd rather talk to my friend than talk to god like right now like it feels better to do that mm-hmm. um and then that's like an indication that's like yeah and that like you said like sometimes indication like yeah i need to cut things out and like refocus mm-hmm. and put myself in like the direction of god yeah and sometimes it's like it feels like a quitting cold turkey kind of thing it's like okay you're you're doing the opposite of what you want to do but it's in that time because even something god showed me to your point of like falling in love is like my heart was broken you know Mm. and so because my heart was broken then it was harder for me to come to god which is the opposite of what god wants you know like god wants us to come to him brokenhearted god doesn't want us to come pretending like okay we're all good or only come when we're good you know because then we don't have that dependency on him so in even that time i relearned to have dependency on god to really be like I clearly I don't know anything, so I need to come to you first, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, it helps you identify a need that's missing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like we watch this thing about like they're talking about emotions, and I'm like, emotions sometimes represent that. Like mm-hmm. people think like, okay, sometimes as a Christian, like your emotions can. Um, be something that's misleading mm-hmm. but sometimes your emotions just reveal to you what you need more of exactly. you know so it can just be an indication of what you need or what you desire another thing you just reminded me of i remember a revelation i had during the fast it's like everything i need is in who god is mm-hmm. so i need love god is love yes. i need protection god is protection i need peace god is peace you know and all the different names of who he is you know so it's like i'm running from him thinking like i'm gonna get love from other people i'm gonna get validation from my friends i'm gonna get protection from a partner whatever it is when it's like i'm doing the opposite of what Mm. i'm supposed to do i'm supposed to seek god first and in my pursuit of him he's going to take care of all of my needs Mm. amen 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 that is so true it's like when we struggle with like things that we want to like fill ourselves with because we feel like that's what we need Mm -hmm. those things are so temporary and it's so fleeting Mm -hmm. you know but it's so funny how like our mind and like the world tries to trick us that 
you know, somehow we can find that outside of God. Mm-hmm. Like, we can find love outside of God. If we find mm-hmm. a perfect man and mm-hmm. we get the perfect relationship, sometimes mm-hmm. if we have a child, you know, we can we can so maneuver and, like, find everything we need mm-hmm. outside of God. But then, like, we get everything. And then it's like, I don't feel I, You still feel an emptiness. You still feel something. Mm-hmm. Because they said, in God is the fullness of joy. Mm-hmm. You know? So you won't experience that fullness of everything. You have to go to the create mm-hmm. more so that's mm-hmm. amazing yeah i mean another thing with this past i just think of like as a person mm-hmm. you know the things that you do mm-hmm. affects everyone else in your life right yeah. and it's gonna be something like like something i've noticed like okay um if i change something about myself like maybe over time like people around me slowly pick up on it like maybe it won't be immediate like like you know going through the journey of trying to like eat healthy Mm -hmm. and like be like vegetarian or vegan and like slowly like the people around here like oh you know like yeah like let me try let me try that um Mm -hmm. thing you make let me try that thing like let me Mm -hmm. see or whatever Mm -hmm. and like it can permeate Mm -hmm. so how do you feel like this fast and the things you've learned have like permeated the relationships in your life I feel like some people already were kind of like getting the revelations, but even more so when I came out of it and I was really explaining certain things, it really allowed people to see like, wow, like, no, this is so true. Like, these are some of the things that I do. Maybe this is how I can be better. Um, When I had the conversation with one of my friends who we previously had a trauma blog and we don't anymore, we, I even, it made me even appreciate our relationship so much more because I'm like, Yo, we coming from the trenches. <laughs> that was not it what we were doing, you know? So it was just like, wow, like it has okay. Yeah, it was just like wow, like we have really come so far, you know? And um it made me realize like yeah, just appreciate where we're at now. And even like she had a period of time where she didn't talk to anybody that from that time that she felt like, yeah, there were trauma with all of those people. I needed to get away from everyone. So it even made me understand like her perspective, like, wow, I completely understand why you did that. It was so necessary and it's so beneficial to our friendship now, you know? And even other of my friends, I'm like, oh, you know, I would always tell them about like this emotional girlfriend thing, this emotional girlfriend thing. And I'm telling them like, you're around some codependent people. Around yeah. some codependent yeah. people. And it's like, oh, I know that because I was really around codependent people. And she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're on this journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now she's calling me like, yeah, the codependency with these people is irritating me. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> You know, we're getting to this thing, yeah. you know? So yeah. it does make me feel good that these things that I'm learning they are permeating in other relationships. And honestly, that's my goal, you know, even the way it's like I learned from you so many things um, with your spiritual journey, even certain things, I'm like, why can't the world just get the revelation? Why by osmosis is it that now I am also getting this revelation as well, you know? But it's really helpful to my spiritual journey, and I want that, you know? Like, I don't want to be led astray from God. I want to be led to God, you know? Yeah, and I think it speaks to, like, us being in like it's one god right mm-hmm. and it's one spirit mm-hmm. so it's like yes god is gonna like 
show people different things mm-hmm. because for their life it looks differently mm-hmm. but it's ultimately rooted in the same truth which is his word right. you know and god's word doesn't change mm-hmm. so it's like even for you like while you're doing your friendship fast i'm thinking to myself like okay what are the things that i'm also putting above god what are mm-hmm. the things that i have to you know evaluate from myself because and god is like gonna be like that with all of us you know mm-hmm. but it might be like okay for you you know you might have to like fast from your friendships and mm-hmm. stuff like that and then it might be like something else for someone else mm-hmm. you know right. but it's still something that like everyone in your life can like benefit from and like when you are light just think about it as like a lamp like even if it's not your lamp like if you're in the room you're gonna benefit from that illumination you know so people are gonna benefit from the illumination in your life no matter you know where they are in their journey Mm -hmm. and it's still gonna be founded on the same truth you know i literally feel like i'm gonna go post (laughs) oh my god (laughs) no because i do feel like I feel like now I'm like seeing the light for myself, you know. Mm. I feel like I went through such a period of time where I didn't see the light or like I didn't feel like I was like, you know. So now it's like, wow, like God is reconnecting me with that light because I'm his, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is another thing with the mask, I'm like, I can't bother with all this <laughs> I just cannot. I'm glad. Um, the video stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I just be crying all the time now. Like. Yo, but like, that's the thing. Like, God has given you um, a heart yeah. of His. You know, like, when we do that prayer and we ask God to, like, give us His heart, mm-hmm. God feels everything. And mm-hmm. everything is so much more, mm-hmm. you know, magnified, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like, okay, you have to even embrace the emotional side because when you are in a season of like, okay, I have a broken heart, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes a broken heart appears as a hard heart, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not that you're not empathetic, you're still empathetic, but certain things don't permeate your spirit and allow you to really be led by God. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now that you have God's heart, it's like, even just being grateful for life can cause you to want to cry because you have that spirit of God as Mm -hmm. well. And just realizing like, okay yes like god is using me as a light mm-hmm. you know even though it's like people seen it on you and people said like oh monica grace like you're a light <laughs> in my life but it's like for you it's like you couldn't believe that i really yeah. feel like oh i am that yeah. you know until you got closer to your source you um, know yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I think it's so refreshing because I feel like for our like four or five years of friendship, you know, mm-hmm. like I would be like, we were talking, we'd be talking about things that's like, this is sad. <laughs> this is sad. Like, you're really like, you be talking about your story, talking mm-hmm. about like what God has done in your life, like where you've been. Mm-hmm. And you would then like, I would see like the thing of like, okay, like there's an emotion there. There's a, there's something there. Mm-hmm. But it would like, your face would just be like, yeah. Like, and it's like, <laughs> oh wow okay you know (laughs) but it's like now it's like you know god's like let that river flow like let that river flow like no matter what it looks like and like embrace even the emotional side you know yeah
If you're trying to keep it all together and be cute mm-hmm. and be in church and be in places and act like you have everything all together, you're not truly living, mm-hmm. you know, for God. Because if you're living for God, like, your truth is just your truth. Your mm-hmm. yes is your yes. Your no is your no. Mm-hmm. And when you're really, like, feeling those things, it comes out. It yeah. has no place but to come out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like you said, like, I think some, I don't know if it's you say that, like, let it go up as well. Like, let your emotions go up into God. I never said that. Okay, I think I got that. I don't know where I got it from, but like, let it go up, you know, so it doesn't have to like go out in the wrong way. Yeah, but more to let it go up to God and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, this is a new chapter. This is a new chapter. I think like fasting is also like a signal of preparation. God is where God's preparing you for. Like some things, just we have to drop off you know and like I will never forget that revelation I had when I'm like trying to carry so many things and walking to the building and it's like at one point I just had to put some stuff down I had mm-hmm. to put some stuff down and like really refocus and regroup mm-hmm. and I think like God does that with us sometimes it's like okay some things you have to put down right now mm-hmm. so that you can really prioritize and like balance everything mm-hmm. and like not fall out you know and then you end up losing everything in the process you know so i think like it's it's gonna all like piece together Mm -hmm. at that point and all of everything else in your life is gonna you know like that you know thank you amen and thank you guys for joining the 